Becoming. And my name is Sasha. I'm the other half of Becoming. Becoming is a podcast designed by us for you, discussing a range of stories and topics that will inspire, challenge, and motivate you to become the best version of yourself. Disclaimer This podcast may contain strong language. If it is likely to offend you, please head over to another podcast. So it's been a while. How are you? I'm good, Sash. How are you? I'm good. I'm going gym. I'm meditating. <laughs> I'm supposed to be going to the gym with <laughs> I'm you. I'm meditating. I'm doing real good. Fantastic. And how has sort of, I guess, being back at work been for you? Um, it's been quite interesting, actually. I feel like time's going a lot quicker now. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's quite fast paced. Mm. It never used to be. And it feels like it's trying to fit everything in a day is becoming impossible. I know what <laughs> you mean. How about you? Yeah, it's been busy. The weather, this dreadful weather, mm-hmm. isn't helping much. I feel like it's a bit gloomy, isn't it? Yeah. The rain. Considering this time last year, it was really hot. That's what I was and thinking. going on walks, it was sunny. Yeah. It's lovely. I felt like last year, I don't know, I just felt like last year everyone was out. Yeah. And the weather was really nice. The sky was really blue. Because everyone was meant to stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> and then this year it's just been a bit like oh, yeah may april yeah you know we're getting the april showers in may and may's supposed to be summer what's going on it's absolutely crazy but apparently the weather's meant to be picking up soon so i think by may the 20th we should start seeing some sunshine you sound some like sunny a... spells. <laughs> you sound like, like one of the... you do you do <laughs> and i guess that, that's something to look yeah. forward to isn't it and then all of the restrictions are finally being lifted Mm -hmm. people are starting to plan their holidays and sort of meetups with friends and things like that so sounds really positive lots of restaurants opening as well going out i'm looking forward to going out for drinks me too it's been too long i I mean i I can't say i look forward to being outside if the weather's like this but i do i do you know i can't wait to sit in a restaurant yeah that'd be really nice and how's your gym in going good good Sasha looks really good guys I'm getting there <laughs> I've got a lot of work to do but yeah it's going well the toning machines I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I know what that is you do know <laughs> which one's the, the toning machine what's it called when you're laying down and you're pushing up with your legs um I can't remember what you're toning I think it's your legs upper thighs wait the one the, the the back one or the front one the back one the one that we... People, what we didn't... tried to go okay. on and it didn't quite work out. So you know how to do it now? Mm, I'm still trying. And then the abdomen one, what's really tough. Yeah, I like that one. That's fun. No, it's really tough. I was getting... Oh, that it's was painful, me. but you feel really... We I had know. someone laughing at us in the gym. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I think they were it. trying to be encouraging. Motivating. Yeah, it and it just out. didn't work out. I felt like really stupid. <laughs> yeah, everything's good. I'm feeling Fantastic. quite positive. Hopefully it's the last ever lockdown. I know. Or it was the last ever lockdown. We're all coming out I know. now. Um, yeah. Better things ahead, I guess. I hope so. I really do. You're hugging. I might actually hug. You will never hug. <laughs> Don't 
don't even try and put that down to the lockdown. You don't hug people. Germs, stay away. No, Sasha, you just give side hugs because you're cold. I'm not cold. I'm so <laughs> loving. I'm joking. How dare you? I'm joking. Um, do you know what was really sad? That young girl who died and... um. I don't know if any of our listeners watch Soft White Underbelly on YouTube. Oh, yeah. But Amanda... Nice. I don't know. You feel like you know these people mm-hmm. when you don't. You don't know them. But I don't know. You feel... I, I just... I get really intertwined with their stories. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's because it's knowing that at any point you could end up like that. I know. Like, you just question, like, how do they end up like that? When they come on the show really early on. Yeah. And you could just see the route they're heading on. And then in a few months, you see them and they just look a total... In need of help, should <sighs> I say. so sad. <laughs> I like that he does the updates. And with her, yeah. like, her journey, when she first started, and then she went to that... Through that phase where she, she looked really emaciated, didn't yeah. she? She just wasn't very well and then her last update Mm -hmm. she was really positive she was in therapy she was in rehab she wanted to do great things with her life and then I've just watched the um the most recent update and she died of natural causes likely caused by all the trauma trauma. and it just just felt so it goes to show like especially with our last episodes Mm. I felt like I had to kind of take a little step back Mm. it was really heavy it was quite heavy and it just goes to show that it is heavy, especially when you're suffering mm-hmm. alone. And it just felt like she wasn't at the point where she could be helped. Mm. And then finally seeing her get to that point and then she passes away soon after. I know. It's like kind of like her purpose has been met because she's showing mm-hmm. you the whole, the downside of it all. That's I what I thought. She had a purpose. And even when she was going through her, her mania, she did. Yeah. She was saying that she was here for a reason, but she had her purpose. And she served her purpose. And, you know, while us spectators might think that's really sad, her life was cut short. Maybe yeah, it wasn't. Definitely. Maybe it was just that her time was then really sad. It is. It's, it's quite heartbreaking. Especially her weight as well. Um, mm. I found that quite interesting. And just seeing, like, when she was addicted to the drugs, mm. how skinny she became. And mm. her just her face, like, the way it aged her was quite mm-hmm. shocking. Because I didn't know her age. I always thought that she was older, but mm-hmm. to find out she was, what, 24, 25? She was so young. That's scary. It's it's quite scary to see. And then you have the other people who are not yet ready to be helped in that show, but mm. God's willing to see It's an interesting it. show. And, yeah. I did go through a period where I just watched it too much and it wasn't good for my <laughs> mental health. Um, but the stories are super interesting. So if anyone's interested in real life, you know, Skid Row in LA, that's a good, that's a good show to watch. Do you know what would be quite interesting and um, just chime in? If we had a UK one, because mm. you don't really. What's our equivalent like, of Skid Row? Yeah, you don't really see it much. Like no. you might see one or two people, mm. um, but yeah, that would be quite interesting. Yeah, I wonder actually if there's a place in the UK where there are just loads of tents for the mm-hmm. homeless, and I guess a huge uh, drug problem and prostitution. prostitution. Yeah. Because to me, it sounds stupid, like, maybe I'm naive, mm. but that just seems like a world in the movies, because I haven't seen it, like, I haven't seen I prostitutes, and I, well, yeah, I've seen a bit of some, Crackers. every now and then, excuse my language, <laughs> I'm so sorry, some people suffering um, every now and then, but yeah, it, it's rare, it doesn't I guess, occur frequently. Yeah, I guess the thing of sex workers as well, how do you know someone's a sex worker? Yeah. Because our perception of sex work kind of comes from media. I guess, mm-hmm. isn't it? So, But then again, know. it's different in the UK as well because yeah. you're more supported. You have government mm-hmm. support. 
Um, so it's not like you are on a tent out there with nothing. Like mm. there is some support there in most cases yeah. if you want to be supported, I guess. Um, but yeah. It's really sad. It really sad. is. Lift up my spirit. <laughs> Lift up my spirit. <laughs> so moving on and just um, going back to that whole coming out of COVID and mm-hmm. obviously lots of lots of relationship breakdowns have been forecasted after this whole period ends, which mm-hmm. is ending now. Have you been keeping up with Blues Therapy? Yes, you sent me the episodes. I got up to episode two. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, yeah, I'm interested to know what happens in episode three. I know you've watched it and you're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But episode one and two kind of just blew my mind. <laughs> what about it blew your mind? The people, I guess, uh-huh. the... I'd like to say characters, but this is real life. Apparently it's reality, right? Well, there is a debate happening. Some people saying that it's made up. Um, mm-hmm. Other people, yeah, it's real. I don't know. I don't feel like acting's that great and it does seem quite <laughs> real to me. He does, yeah. sorry, I'm we'll like... go into it in a bit more detail, but Paul generally seems like a I don't narcissistic think character. I don't yeah. feel like he's acting. The way Chi- if they are, Choma, it's bad acting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that that's not what we call good acting. No, acting. definitely not. It it does seem real. It really does. And I think it's reflective of a lot of this younger generation coming up. Although the age difference isn't that much. No, but that... I'm saying mm. younger because I feel like I'm a bit ahead. <laughs> Number yeah, one, I know it's a bit ahead. Are they they how old are the, the people in how old are so we've got Paul and Shoma. Mm-hmm. How old were Paul and Shoma? Can you remember off the top I of your head? I cannot remember. I feel like they're all around like late 20s yeah late 20s so early 30s around mm. our age um and then you have jamal and deborah mm. and deborah's relatively younger so more so my comments relate to her because mm-hmm. i feel like after i don't know what's happened as soon as the internet came in this mm. whole perception of what love and what um what, commitment yeah. looks like completely changed priorities i think for young people nowadays are especially i don't know it just that whole those those two couples were kind of a reflection of young couples now if that makes yeah. sense i don't know of their priorities or lack i don't know lack, uh, yeah i just yeah i don't know i hate to speak on on people's relationships but i feel like the relationship between jamal and deborah mm-hmm. for me was the most shocking because i felt like she wanted materialistic things whereas he was trying to establish the boundaries yeah. and like, yeah, just, the foundation yeah, he, he, yeah, he was trying lift to lift himself up. yeah and she was just saying no i want yeah i want a handbag and things like that so i just felt like he's at a different place in his life do you know what that was my perception in the second episode mm-hmm. when she was talking about wanting to get a nice handbag and her man should be her provider and mm. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I didn't really take to her character. But then look at, watching episode three, you kind of get more of an understanding of the dynamics, what's occurring in the relationship mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal saying things like, you're too loud to meet my family. Okay, so what? at what point can Do I you? meet your family? <laughs> yeah. like, and in, why hasn't she? It's a bit yeah, when odd. you're saying that, like, what's th- what's going forward? What mm. are your intentions going forward? How do you see us? What about our ma- wedding day if we mm. ever get married? What, am I going to be too loud then? Just, yeah, it didn't make... Yeah. I, I guess that doesn't make much sense. I mean, just so everyone out there who's listening to us knows, the show is about therapy, couples therapy. Yeah. Am I right? And it's a 
reality do they say what a social experiment it's a social experiment it's a social experiment so these couples go there they speak to a therapist and they're trying to get therapy for their relationships um whatever concerns or problems they have and this uh, therapist is there to support them or guide them through it so the two characters well four i say characters four two couples that we've been introduced to are paul and shoma so paul and shoma have i guess issues with Paul's self-image and how he looks in front of people and how she looks in front of people. She basically wants her partner to give her more time. He hasn't got enough time for her because he says that he needs to work and he's got to hang around with his, <laughs> his, his clients. His clients who are tend to be more affluent. Yeah. And that obviously is to the detriment of their relationship. Then you have Jamal and Deborah. Yes. And Jamal is looking to settle down mm. and um buy sorry own his first property mm-hmm. if i'm correct whereas deborah is also looking to settle down she does say that jamal doesn't have much time for her anymore mm. um but she wants lots of expensive gifts and wants to be provided for yeah and she wants to eat tonight you know in fancy restaurants every week yes <laughs> for lunch and for dinner but he said he did admit and he said that that's something that he used to do for her anyway yeah. at the beginning of their relationship so you kind of so. set yeah, yeah, he set the bar quite high and, and that's what happens. So I guess when I watched Paul and Shoma, when the therapist asked him what he expected from the from the session, mm-hmm. and he sort of just said, I have no idea, I'll be quite interested to know what happens. Yeah. I just thought, that means that you don't really want to be there. And off camera he said, um, I can see this going south, and at the end of it I'm just going to say I told you so. Mm-hmm. And that comment there means that he's gone into that therapy session yes. with no intention, absolutely no intention of, I don't know, of... of he's of, just a villain, just, isn't he? he like, <laughs> whilst he's talking to the therapist, he's constantly trying to shut her down mm-hmm. or just not really... The therapist um, and his girlfriend. Yeah, he's not engaging in the chat. He's like, what are... Are they I- engaged? No, I don't okay. believe so. I don't believe so. Um, But yeah, he's not engaging in the chat at all. And there was one point in the episode, sorry, I had to laugh, where she's talking about, um, sorry, this is episode three. She's talking about his sister. And Let's how, go from episode one, sir. I have to just get this out. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, it's on my mind now and it's so what funny. What did he do? So she's talking about his sister and how they don't really get along oh. and just sharing her feelings. And then there's one point where he just goes to her, you need healing, babe. And I just like I had gagged. He's so rude. <laughs> but the way he said it was just so sharp and abrupt, and it just goes to his whole character from episode one to episode three. Was he joking or? No, I doubt it. Did she's he, his brand, isn't he? Like I don't. Because yes, if she's an, does she say she's an influencer or someone who just takes pictures and Do stuff? Do you um, have you ever heard of Backchat London? So I believe it was like yes. a YouTube. Oh, episode. she's part she of that. She used okay. to be part of it. Yeah. Okay. So that. Um, developed her career. because of him? I, do you know what? They didn't really explore that. I feel like it just stopped naturally. And I know there's another Backchat London, but it's new characters now. Yeah, because people. there was a point where she was talking about, well, they were both discussing a moment where she was out of her friends clubbing. And then one of the friends took a video of her twerking <laughs> and posted it on her own platform. He saw the video and he got upset about it, but she hadn't posted it. Yes. But he 
sort of she has no issue with being online and and, and things like that mm-hmm. but then he had he made this into a big thing but i felt like he just did that because that was the only thing he had on her yeah and i <laughs> and i think in his head as well like just i don't know um put myself in his shoes mm. she didn't post it but yet her friend did so she was trying to hide it from him because she, she didn't, didn't know like that. that his friend was on his instagram sort of thing oh um, ooh, yeah sticky. oh it is right, yeah that's a but, tricky one. But then he, then I don't know. It, it is a hard one, I guess. Because the way I, from my understanding of it, she wasn't doing anything inappropriately. Like it wasn't that inappropriate at all. No, not in comparison to the things that she said he does when he's out with yeah. his friends. So she basically said that when he's out with his clients, quotation mark, <laughs> um, there are usually a bunch of beautiful looking ladies around the table or wherever they are dancing with them and he said yeah I have to do that because of my clients now I have an issue with that because there is no way that you put your your own morals before yeah well where you don't put your own morals sorry before work I don't what what work does he do he wouldn't even tell the therapist what what he's still trying to figure out I believe he's a personal trainer is he isn't the other one a personal trainer? I think they're both personal trainers um, or nutritionists. Um, but I don't really understand how that evolves going to a club. So I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out what, he, what, what he's well, actually doing. Well, I think doing. what he was trying to say is he has to show face, doesn't he? He does. So with his clients... But with he... alcohol, if you're personal, that's yeah. the, you're going to be like, stay off the alcohol. You shouldn't yeah. be drinking the alcohol. I would say, let's go to yoga. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, I, I don't know. Let's have some sea moss. Not let's go and, you know, poison our bodies with a, with a nice beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a know. questionable situation. And again, like you said, I don't like to talk on people's relationships. I mean, how would you feel if you were Shoma, for example, and um, your partner was always going out um, and used the excuse that there's always ladies around because of his clients? What would you say? Of course you'll go question it. Mm. That doesn't sit right. But do you know what? I also feel like observing her, I feel like she's just waiting for him to to propose to her or something. I feel like she's not going to leave because I don't know. I don't feel, I feel like he's put so much self-importance on himself being a narcissist that she feels like she needs him Mm -hmm. because throughout the conversation, she keeps saying, Oh, I love him. And I really want to try, even when he gets up and leaves the room, she's very quick to be like, you know, he always does this, but I really want to make this work. It's as though she's just, willing to take the disrespect and the way she holds on to his hand as well like offering him that reassurance and Mm. like from episode one to episode three she regularly takes hold of his hand to offer him reassurance and i just feel like oh i didn't even pick up on that did you reject it not really no but it's just he 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 doesn't care does he do you know what i feel like I don't think it's... Oh, I'm not even going to say that. I don't want to talk on people's relationships. However, I feel like it's going to take a lot of work and they need to probably see a different therapist. I don't feel like this therapist is going to help their relationship. Yeah, she um, doesn't really do much. It's almost when you're in a relationship and you don't really see where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone around you can see that it's bad. I feel like that's the situation. Like When she watches it back later on, she's going to be like, why did I put myself in this? Oh, that's hard. Honestly. <laughs> he's just too self-entitled he has too much self-importance yeah but who gave him that self-importance he did (laughs) because he he is a narcissist oh that's poor girl but at the same time i'm also thinking i don't know what does what is it that she's she thinks she has so good 
Because I don't know, the way he speaks to her, he's like, I'm the, the breadwinner in this relationship. I'm the provider. We live together. You know, I need to make the money. It's yeah. almost as though he's invalidating her feelings by saying, well, without me getting out there with my clients mm-hmm. and um, investing in stocks, then you wouldn't have the things that you have. And then she does say to him, well, you know, where, where where's the fruit of all of these things exactly. that you're investing in? And she said that he loses a lot of money as well. And then he said, to, he, he made a comment about her, him not having to show her his financial, like his bank statements or something yes. like that. And I feel like if you're if in a relationship, relationship yeah, it should be a union. You should be able mm. to shared finances, mm-hmm. for instance. Especially, especially if you're growing together. Yeah. Isn't that something that's a standard? They've been together for what, three, four years? Oh, come on, a that's long ridiculous time. then. That's, yeah. that's silly. And they live together, mm. which is why it's more important to have that openness about your financial situation. Because for all she knows, he could be bankrupt right now. Mm-hmm. What I find interesting is it seems like Paul should actually be with Deborah. I felt the same way. That's crazy. Yeah. I felt. The I same feel way. like they're the perfect match. Mm. I thought the and same then thing. And because Jamal. Deborah wants everything that Paul can give, yes. and Paul basically wants a Deborah. Exactly. It's quite do interesting. You think do you think they've looked? Well, have, have they seen it? I, this is why I feel like it must have been slightly planned, mm. just to have those two complete opposites who match up so well. Ooh, so you you're seeing like, the different dynamics ah, of it. So this is what life would look are like. Trying to make yeah. you know cause of attention. Definitely <laughs> stir it up a little bit and then say, "Oh, maybe you guys match." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Seeing the dynamics, the grass isn't always green on the other side. Mm. You can end up with a Paul Deborah. So, <laughs> so Paul and Shoma, um, I, I imagine that they know each other's families, right? Yes, I believe okay. so. Yes because in episode three she was saying something about her not liking his sister and then there was something about i haven't seen episode three but in the advert there was something about her the the sister's child why why doesn't she like the child <laughs> i didn't get that <laughs> so she likes the child oh okay she doesn't like the sister the sister always drops the child for her to babysit but the sister don't like her so why are you giving so why me your she... child if you don't like me sort okay. of thing why does um, but like paul her? sees it as practice Oh, they want to have kids. Yeah. They're not in that place yet. Not yet. yet. Not yet. Not, please not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just continue therapy for a while. Yeah, they're not, they can't have children yet. That wouldn't be fair to the children. I hope Paul is actually more down to earth and he's just playing up for the cameras. I know there's people out there like that, but I just, I don't know, I feel like self-importance, I just, I can't. I feel like that's the way he is. The way he spoke to the therapist is so (laughs) rude. No, 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 just stopping her and she was just, okay, Paul, okay. Mm -hmm. It just, and poor Shoma sat there saying, he does this all the time, he does this all the time. And it just, I felt like... She, she really wants this to work. That's why she's brought you here, Paul. Can you just sit your ass down and listen? <laughs> no. And then Deborah and... Uh, what's the Jamal. other... Jamal. Oh, I felt sorry for Jamal. I did. But now you don't. Now I don't. I've seen, I've seen the other side. And it made me think, like, the latest episode. Obviously, Deborah saying her outlandish comments about needing to be provided for. I think and... that comes from her relationship with her father because... So... Deborah and is it what's his name again? Jamal. Uh-huh. Deborah and Jamal. So Deborah and Jamal had been in a relationship for is it just over a year or something like that? I, I, I can't, can't even remember. remember. I don't but Deborah's yeah. a lot younger than Jamal. Jamal is a personal trainer and he has clients that live overseas. So he's often doing his his sessions online, yes, isn't he? Yeah. 
And that often means that having a lot of female cl- yeah. uh, clients, oh, does and he? also yes, and oh. also working at all different times, yeah. depending on different time zones. And that makes Deborah very, very cross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's and upset. He also has a clubhouse, um, which what is clubhouse? So clubhouse is an app on iPhones only, exclusive. Uh-huh. I don't want clubhouse. Whatever, it sounds Sasha. like nonsense. She's jealous. Anyways. She wants an iPhone. Androids are better. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> back to what I was saying until I was really interrupted. <laughs> um, what yeah. is it? So Clubhouse is an app where it's like WhatsApp, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. but you're using your voice. So you take the stage and you're just talking, That's debating. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So no one can see you? No one can see you, but you're talking. So why is she having so a problem? So it's like a podcast with... with lots of different people, lots of different voices. So why is she getting angry that he talks to people on Clubhouse? Because there's... Let me... Hold on. Let me try and remember this properly. I might be wrong. Sorry if I'm wrong. Look up episode three and correct me next time. Um, so in the clubhouse, it's like a stage. So they're trying to hook up. So it's like date night. What? So you have men, you have women. They t- both take the stage. They talk to each other. They I thought see it was they business. Like each other. I thought it was about business. No, this is like a date night thing. So why is he on a date night thing? He's got this his is in. what he runs it. So it's his oh, yeah, it's okay. his thing. But what she's saying is he's taken the stage quite a few times. And what he's do you mean by it. taking the stage? So he's entertained girls, basically. Why is he doing that for? Isn't he the CEO of his little session Well, thing? he's saying that he hasn't been doing that. He's just been talking to them and then trying to match them up with someone else. Do you believe him? No. <laughs> he's a liar. Why? I just got this intuition about him. I don't, I don't really... There's certain things that he said and it just made me think, hmm... You're actually quite shady. Wait, he blocked her off his clubhouse? He blocked her off clubhouse, so she can no longer access it. But then she's listened in on her friend's device. She doesn't trust him anyway, so what is the point? If if you're going to have to sneak around and listen to his clubhouse session. And then he asks her, get this, are you ready for it? Mm -hmm. I'm ready? ready, I'm ready. He says to her, are you projecting your insecurities? What, an asshole? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what made me think, well, okay, maybe we need to go back to episode two and reevaluate how we see Deborah because in my eyes, maybe, yeah, just I maybe, like Deborah um, wants someone to look after her. She wants someone to be worthy of her mm. and show her that they're worthy of her through providing for her. Mm. But she's got the wrong um, delivery in that. Mm. Obviously influenced by social she's media. Yeah, she's she has demanding. the wrong delivery. But every woman naturally we want to be provided for however there's some people who don't know how to articulate that and they feel like that's being um brought bags and um bought <laughs> gifts and taken out every yeah because didn't era- she yeah. say to him when's the last time he bought me a gift and he, he he took her to greece and she wanted him to buy her a designer bag as well and he couldn't do both and, and then she, she said was why can't you do yeah. both it's a delivery yeah but also just plain stupidity at that it point is. as well. Forgive me if I'm wrong, slander me if you wish, but I just think that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If you know that your partner is saving up for a property that's going to benefit you, yes. that's going to benefit your future family, building up that that wealth, that generational wealth, why would you then slander him for having for not for, for not being I just I don't know, I have a I have a problem with that. And then it's just for show, isn't it? Because why do you want that bag to show off on Instagram? But then it's all the blogs important. are, you know, if you look at all the, the, the UK blogs and stuff, I don't know, the young people, I guess, <laughs> they their their priorities are, are different. 
it's so they want to have shifted, hasn't what, what's it? that bag that they the Birkin the Birkin bag and things like that when you could possibly use that money to invest in something that's long term I'm not saying that having those things are mm-hmm. are wrong I'm I'm personally not a materialistic person at all but there are yes. people who are and I think that's fine if that's your you, you know if that's who you want to be that's you like to look good you like to look good you like to look yeah. good that's fine but at the same time do that once you know that you've got your 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 life sorted isn't yeah. it if you haven't got your life sorted and that's your priority then you need to start questioning yourself i don't know that's that's just why it's values and i feel like we're getting lost in it instead of deferred gratification we want mm-hmm. things now and we mm-hmm. don't understand that concept of working hard and mm-hmm. waiting mm-hmm. um now everything's for show and if you don't have something then you're not worthy in other people's eyes in that's the media's really eyes and it is sad because you're constantly trying to live up to lifestyle and that's probably what she's doing because she often compares him to her her best friend's boyfriend yes. who's able to buy her best friend everything she wants and is able to provide um time i, I guess give, yeah. give her friend all the time which you shouldn't compare anyway mm-hmm. but... the time thing fair enough i i'm not going to knock her she wants to spend more time with her man mm. she don't i think she said something like she gets to see him what once every other week or once a week they used to see each other like three times a week and uh, then it changed. So Is that because of COVID? No. Oh. <laughs> I doubt anyone was really listening <laughs> to those restrictions, although they should have been, hopefully. It's very important So he too. just decided he doesn't want to spend time with her. Yeah. But is he working? See, this is, this is the thing. Is he working or is he just decided not to spend time with her? I have no idea. I actually need to watch back that episode. Because I feel like, obviously, you have to have a certain level of understanding, don't you? If you know that your partner has a really tough job mm-hmm. that requires a lot of time, but then they've scheduled time for you on, like, let's say we're meeting on Saturday. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's hard to... Oh, in this, sorry, in mm-hmm. this episode, he goes on to say something like... In, sorry, episode three, he goes on to say something like, the person I'm seeing. So she was like, oh, <gasps> I'm seeing you now. I thought they I thought were together. That's what I thought. But then, as you were just saying that, scheduling in time really Mm. they're seeing each other because if you're together there's going to be more of a consistency in which you're seeing each other i think also because they don't live together as well you should want to see each other more it's when you live together you want your space yeah exactly so that honeymoon period seems a bit over (laughs) (laughs) sorry just shattered their whole relationship in their dreams Choma, Jamal. Actually, no, he might be not fully. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. It's we have so to watch hard. on. So you have you you have an inkling that he's not being faithful yes, to I Deborah. Oh, but Deborah just wants to go out for lunch and to sex. I have an inkling that Deborah doesn't really love him either. Do you think? Yeah. If she loved him, she'll be understanding. Okay, babe, you want to buy your no, house? No, but you she's basing it on the fact that her dad was able to provide everything that her and her mum ever wanted and needed. She did say that she's she's a bit of a princess. Yeah. So she's basing what she wants her perfect man to be like on, on her, father. her father, which is a really Abs- high bar ab- to set that anyway. That is absolutely fine And to that's do fine so. for her to you do that. You should want to marry the person who reminds yeah. you the most of your of dad. Your, yeah. yeah. Um, but... I don't know. But then you've met... I feel like if you've met that person, you've met Jamal the way that he is, you can't force him to become your dad. Because he's not your dad. So when you met him, if he was a personal trainer and he told you on your first date that he was saving up to get a house, Mm -hmm. why would you think that you could now come in and change that? Yeah, exactly. And he met you... What what does she do? What's her job? 
She doesn't, she's not even clear on that either. Why I'm is not, everyone I'm being shady quite, about their jobs <laughs> in this show? I'm not quite sure what her job is, to be completely honest. And it'd be Wait, quite interesting to find out because he did ask, "What do you do for me?" Like, what? <gasps> so, oh and yeah, I, and then she and then she said, "What do I do for you?" Yeah, yeah. I do want her to answer that question. I don't know if somebody asks you what you do for them, and then you react quite, you know, aggressively. <laughs> it's because you know that you do things for them. Well, that's a disrespectful or question to ask. <laughs> but she could. It is firstly, it is a really disrespectful question to ask. But also, you've got to have a quick answer. But it's a good question at the same time. Because you kind of, I feel like often all of us, Mm. um, we need to look within. Before we're projecting, we need to look within. And that's what she's obviously not doing. And you know what? Maybe her friends have exactly the same personality traits as her. So if you're you're the product of your environment, aren't you? If Mm -hmm. her friends are like that to you and they all want to have, you know, certain designer wear and they just want to go on holidays and eat in nice restaurants and things like that, then... Yeah. What can you expect from her? One thing, she is young, as we said before, so 24, How young? Oh, 24 okay. 23. Okay, so young. one thing, hopefully, that she'll come to realise is that she cannot judge her relationship on others on the basis of how she how she views other relationships because you don't know. Yeah. Lots of things that perfect. And that's, just, and that's the thing perfect. you do when you're younger, isn't it? it? Is. You say, oh, well you know, that person's relationship is going in this way. Yes. And I wish that we had that, or you'd say it slyly, you'd yeah. kind of drop hints. To Judge it on your own morals, mm-hmm. what's in within you and how you match up with the other person. I feel like others. they both just need to write a list of things that they want. They yes. also need to write a list of what qualities they have that are lovable about mm-hmm. them. So what, what things that they can bring to any relationship. And then they'll find out their compatibility in a way. I think they just need yes. to, they need to have some self reflection, both of those couples, yes. before they even move on because it's the just thing, not gonna. Yeah. The thing I really like about Choma and Paul, um, which I think is really positive, is the way how they sit down together and they forecast their goals together. So That's they have, really nice. Yeah, they have goals together, and I like that. That's maybe something what Deborah and Jamal can pick up. <laughs> <laughs> kind suggestion, kind suggestion. But yeah, and hopefully the therapist. Um, she was useless. Yeah, I, I could give them better guarding. therapy than her. What Definitely. was she doing? <laughs> what I think. Well, it's a social experiment. It is isn't a social it? So experiment. Expecting but too more much. so, she's giving therapists a bad name because me watching that, I'm going to be like, I'm never going to a therapist. What it was just ridiculous. Do? I also felt like she was siding with the women yes. when both men walked out. They both walked out for different reasons. Paul walked out because he's a douche. Yes. Whereas. Jamal walked out because he was getting frustrated and a bit angry and I could understand where his frustration was coming from yeah but she kind of just sat there and went it's okay no no don't don't go after them don't worry it's fine and it kind of just I felt like she needed she needed to control the situation more on both Mm -hmm. I think that would have been an opportunity to explore with the women why do you think they walked out like yeah what do you think could be going on let's have some reflection time um, I feel like part of her saying not to go after him is because they probably need that call time, mm-hmm. call down space. But yeah, she could have explored more with them. It's a social experiment. So this is about your social communication. I don't feel like she unpicked the communication no. between either of the couples. So she could have said things like, okay, um, Jamal, I could see that you're you're potentially becoming quite upset about this. 
uh, Deborah, do you understand why you might have said something that upset him? Can we just go back a little bit to what you just said there? Can you repeat that just so that Jamal and I understand better what you want to say? Mm -hmm. That's therapy, isn't it? Not definitely. Okay. (laughs) Just a bit, (laughs) a bit vague. And as you said, it will put people off and go. It it will. That's why Paul didn't want to go. Yeah, he's just so abrupt. He said he wanted to talk to his pastor, (laughs) which I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that was going to help either. I feel like with Paul, he might be a man's man in terms of whatever happens within his home, he wants to keep within his home. Knowing this is a social experiment and the yeah. world's going to see it, I feel like maybe He did that's, kind of allude to that, didn't he? Yeah, he that's said, probably what's given yeah. him so much discomfort and why he's so agitated. Um, because he, he feels he's like she's brought him here and she's opening up a box to their whole life. And a Everyone lot of can... it, apparently, a lot of it, as we see as we continue watching on it's the first time he's hearing it so oh. it hasn't been discussed in a relationship before but that's it's not good yeah a lot of it's news to him so why didn't they discuss that before they went oh, i don't know yeah no, you lost me now you lost as, me. i know maybe she felt like she needed a mediator someone but wait daughter. i don't know i f- why couldn't they've just gone to a normal therapist especially as paul is so popular I feel like and they he's will. got so many they clients to after this. why would you have gone <laughs> on you know on social media whatever this was youtube because he the way that he speaks is though he's quite affluent along with his the people yes. who that like, he works with i would be quite i don't know i think i would have just done it privately not on that you makes me then question they are going to need to um do it privately after this whole show because they have invited everyone into their relationship at this point yeah. and it's only going to go sideways from now yeah and everyone's going to be speaking on it yes. i saw a live the other day where it was paul talking about the episodes yeah. and certain things that he wasn't happy about and having his life kind of exposed mm-hmm. and i i he was more down to earth in the live, actually, than he was on the show. On the show, he just seemed pretty agitated, didn't really want to talk to the therapist, didn't want to engage. But, like, he just seemed a bit more likeable on the live. Mm-hmm. And then I also thought, well, why did you go on there anyway? You could have just paid for a normal therapist in the comfort of your own, whatever you think is comfortable. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. It is made up. Or they <laughs> did it for fame. How about Potentially. that? To get more out there. Because mm-hmm. I guess this will probably give them some more opportunities. Of course. And then the, the what's the, that guy with the house thing? Um, house, pe- house, what's that app you said that they use? Playhouse. Oh, clubhouse. Clubhouse. <laughs> clubhouse. <laughs> clubhouse. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's going to get more um, clubhouse people. Yeah. And then, do you know Not what? Not really. I would want to go, if that... Like his clubhouse is matching up people. I really, really want yeah, to. Yeah, but there him. will be a whole bunch of women out there who'll be like, Jamal, I Take can tell me. that you really want to provide for your partner and you really just want to create the foundations. I'm here for you. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he's going to get quite popular. Then it's going to go to his head. Then Deborah's going to get upset and then the relationship's going to end. Poof. Oh. Or, I don't know what or do you it think? could work out. <laughs> it could. It could. It, uh, they, as I said before, they'll need some more therapy. This isn't working. They need to see another therapist. <laughs> you didn't like the therapist, no. She doesn't do anything. What is? So is the show going to happen again with a new? That's group what of people? I'm quite interested. And is it only I, black couples? Or... I I would like to see different couples to be completely yeah, honest, like people from different, different races. cultures. Yeah. That would be. I think that would be very interesting. Unless interracial, it's not about that. I interracial couples as well yeah. would be quite interesting. That would be interesting. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, it was just two young black couples. I just wasn't sure whether it was just... Yeah. And if only it could be a bit more positive. Like, we have Paul controlling and then Deborah gold diggerish yeah. it's just let's have something positive please some positive black love honestly that's what i want to see yeah that was interesting it, i think yeah lots to to there's lots to explore there's mm. lots to question um mm. i want to hear other people's thoughts i know yeah. it, i'd be interested to see well to hear what other people think yeah. about this as well because obviously everyone it's objective everyone has their own views on what they watched what they think might happen next so yes. please let us know what your thoughts are either email us or, or send us a dm um, and I, if you haven't watched it, um, sorry mm. to cut in, it you can find it on YouTube. It's called Blues Therapy. Right? That's such a sad name, Blues, Blues Therapy. Blues sad, like isn't yeah. it? Like why can the be connotations of that is quite Rainbow negative. Therapy or Sunshine Therapy, Sunshine Therapy, or even Tulip Therapy. No, no why? one will watch it. Well, Blues <laughs> is quite like I don't know. Blues. It just makes it sound sad. It does, depending um, on how you look at it. The blues. <laughs> the blues. The blues. Um, is there anything else that you're watching at the moment, Sasha, that's really good? Um, what am I watching? No, not really. Just serial killer stuff. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know me and Sasha, we are true crime enthusiasts. We absolutely ooh, ooh, ooh. love shimmy shimmy true shimmy crime. Shimmy. That is Bailey Sarian. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. What was I watching? Um on netflix what is it called the son of sam's like i've heard this story before oh that's about what's his name um the man who went around shooting people randomly yes yes i watched uh um i watched bailey sarian on murder mystery makeup mondays doing that i actually watched an episode of it i can't remember what on it might have been kendall ray um however the one on netflix is quite interesting because there's more to the story that i didn't know Mm. so for instance i think there might have been more than one son of Sam. Oh. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So they might not That's have actually caught the right killer, which is quite <gasps> interesting. So he could be out there, and mm-hmm. we just don't know. Was, I mean, he's probably no, he's dead, dead by now, now, but like we we just wouldn't know. Yeah. It's kind of like the torso killer. Oh. Of the Black Dahlia, they oh never found out who murdered her, but there were like a string of murders that. Anyway, we're we're, we're starting now. We need to stop. <laughs> so, thank you for Have listening. A lovely week ahead. Um. Yes. Good wise positivity look after yourselves and take in that positive energy and go and eat some food on tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) even though it's raining the rain can be great it gives life (laughs) if you'd like to get in contact with us please do follow us on instagram at becoming podcast or you can email us on info.becoming9 at gmail.com goodbye